Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to I Have a Strange Story Podcast. Oh, hi, Foo. <laughs> Get off! <laughs> oh, oh. oh, she's a hot cream cat. She's like never done that. <laughs> I know. She's. We've been setting up for the past hour or so, and she's been dead quiet and silent, and all of a sudden she needs to say hi. She's never jumped on me like that. Yeah. It's weird. Anyways. Okay. So this is our first show recorded. It's a little awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm. Um... Because I heard recently that you have to look at the camera, and it just feels weird. It's not natural. Yeah. But we're here. Okay. We're here. We're ready for a beer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Rebecca. I'm Lindsay. And uh, this is the podcast where two sisters retell your strange and paranormal experiences. We're doing this weird because I'm talking... (laughs) And usually I'm not at this point. Yeah, usually I say that. But um, I think it's because uh, we're discombobulated right now. Yeah, we don't it's a know. awkward. I hope this gets better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. We're on episode 61. Yeah. Um, and this is the first recording that we've done that we're going to put up to share with everyone. Yeah. We may never do it again after this. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, if you're listening to this on your podcast platform and you want to see us talk, and if you want to see my dog, you know, head on over to our YouTube channel, which is I Have a Strange Story. Uh, I think it's just I Have a Strange Story. I think it's just that. Mm-hmm. You, you write. Yeah, you write. And you'll see us, and click on it and watch us, and it'll be a good time. Um, I wanted to, first of all, thank our friends at um, Deaculted. Mm-hmm. for uh, allowing us to use their song as an intro. Um, if you'd like to hear the whole thing, we're going to play it at the end of the show. Um, but this is, can we talk about who this is? Um, well, it's my friend Kitty, mm-hmm. who is the lead singer of a metal band. And um, she was inspired to write the song after she listened to one of our podcasts. Wait, is it a podcast? It's an episode. Episode. Uh-huh. And um, she really... <laughs> she was inspired by it. <laughs> she really liked it. She liked it. So she wrote a it. song by it, mm-hmm. about it. And then we went back and we tried to find the episode and we can't find it. It's like impossible to dig through all those episodes. So we couldn't find which one it was. But it's uh, one of our earlier ones, I believe. And it was about a person whose soul gets stolen by the um, mirror. Yeah. It goes back to all of that. So, anyways, couldn't find it. Maybe you guys know what episode it is, but that's what the song is based on. (laughs) Yeah. Foo's back for round two. Yeah, she is. Um, Okay, so we're going to do a little bit of drinking, which maybe we should have drank before we started, because I do believe, I'm just going to point out, that I know while you were talking, I did this (laughs) for about five minutes, and then I was like, you're doing that, and I put my hands down. Bless you. I know. Mm-hmm. So we probably need a drink. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm having the regular Apothic Dark in my kitty cat um, little wine glass here. It's real cute. I decided to partake in some of Colorado's beer. And I got one 
I don't even know if we can show the label. I don't think we can. I think it's against the wrong. Is it? Well, I, don't I, I don't know. You can talk. I mean, they Anyways, do it for makeup videos. It has a mermaid on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sour apricot. I'm kind of excited about it. It's by Dry Dock. Yeah. They have delicious beer. There's a mermaid has. on it. And there's a merm on it, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, a couple okay. of things. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any announcements, but since we're doing something kind of different, it's pretty sour, huh? Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> Bit. Yeah, you'll get okay, used to it. I'll Don't get worry. Used to it. It'll yeah, be all right. the first sip is always the worst. It gets better after time. Okay. Yeah, look at you go. Um, I don't think we have any announcements except we're on um, Instagram. Instagram. We're on uh, YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, go visit us there if you're listening to this on a podcast platform. Um, I did want to do a couple of icebreakers since Lindsay and I generally don't get to hang out together um, because you know she lives in Texas and I live in Colorado. So I thought it it would be a little fun to do that i'll go first since i wrote down questions okay i didn't write any down so it's probably going to be awkward maybe it'll be the same question okay (laughs) go ahead okay Lindsay, what are your top three favorite movie genres oh Mm -hmm. horror comedy Mm -hmm. documentaries Mm. Hmm. i'm really smart (laughs) <laughs> and evil and funny mm-hmm. and that's me okay that's, that's good. Lindsay in a nutshell that's me in a nutshell uh-huh. okay oh are you gonna ask all three go ahead and ask all three are you still thinking about what you want to ask me yes okay um so do you have any superstitions or rituals Ooh, I don't know if I do or do not superstitions I mean I'm scared of ghosts but I don't think ghosts exist for me, okay, in my house, but mm-hmm. I think they do. <laughs> um, I don't believe you, but I know you exist. Yes. Um. So I have rituals, you know, and I like to wash my face and stuff. Okay. The superstitions. I don't think I do. Can you think of anything that I am superstitious about? No, I can't. I won't put things out in the universe. Okay. I don't. Um. If I think something bad is happening or gonna happen. Like, I won't say it because I don't want to, like, put it out there for it to happen. Gotcha. Even though I know there's no logic to that. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just how you feel. Like, you just don't do it. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, last question. What time period, if any, would you live in? When I was younger, I would have said that I wanted to be a pioneer. Whoa. I know. <laughs> <laughs> And when we had just moved back to Georgetown, and I was, like, in the seventh grade, and for some reason, where we had moved from, we were, like, not cool. Right? Can you believe it? (laughs) I know. We weren't cool. And, like, I remember calling a girl I used to be friends with who was, like, really fucking popular. And she was like, I love the 60s. I'm all about, you know, Beatles and peace signs. And Beatles, like, the cars. Mm. And the, I think the band too, but whatevs. Anyways, I was like, me too. If I could live any time here, I'd be a pioneer. <laughs> she was like really quiet. <laughs> she wasn't my friend after that. So, oh. so that's Bummer. what I would have said then. Mm-hmm. But any other time period, honestly, like I cannot fucking see myself living in any other time period. Mm. Um, because we are already so oppressed as women. Mm. And I cannot imagine living in another time period and being even more oppressed. Like, there's no fucking way. Okay. 
I think I was born in the right time period. Okay. If not, I should have been born in the future. Ooh. Oh, the future. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I want to live. Okay. Okay. Listen, you asked some really good questions. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Fuck. Okay. What are your top three (laughs) favorite music albums? Oh, wow. Okay, so... Yeah, you think about it. That's a good one. Okay. Um, So, top three favorite music albums. Mm -hmm. Number one would be With Teeth by Nine Inch Nails. Mm. Number two, I think, would be um, the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World soundtrack. Dude, it's a really good soundtrack. It's so good. It's a good movie. Also, one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. Um... And then three, I think it would be um, a band called Maiden Heights, and their uh, their album is um, Without My Enemy, something like that. Who okay. would I be? I don't know. Yeah. You don't know who that is. No. Nobody does. It's fine. But With Teeth is my favorite Nine Inch Nails album. Yeah. That's why we're so much alike. It's a good one. It it's is a, a good, good album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question number two. Yes. If you could have a superpower, what superpower would you have? Oh my god! I know. It's like we're at work. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that I have um, been asked this question at work. Yeah, I'm not very creative. No, that's all right. Um, I think that it would be um, teleportation. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to get to from point A to point B as fast as I can. Yes. And this would totally be selfish. Like, it would just be for me. So that, like, I want to go to Japan, and I'm, like, there in a heartbeat and not have to buy a plane ticket and get on a plane and all that stuff. I mean, they go to work. Just, well, you, you don't have to work. But, you know. I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> this, but, is my, this is my, my workplace. Meh. Yeah. Traveling somewhere. Like, you just, that's your example. Okay, next question. Um, we already know what your favorite cryptid is. Mm-hmm. Right? We kind of know what your favorite animals are. Yep. Um, have. Fuck, come on. <laughs> What's the. You asked me if I had a new superstition or ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. Sorry about this. It's all right. Nope. I'm just asking one of the questions that I asked you. Okay. Which one? Do you have any superstition or rituals? I have superstitions. I have one superstition. Okay, what is it? My superstition is taking shit out of parks and forests. You don't do it? I don't do it. Okay. So, like, and I took a feather. You did? And, um, (laughs) okay. But so, like... You're a little loosey on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels right. <laughs> like, you're just there. You take me. Okay. Um, but so if I if I go to um, reserves or preserves, I won't take anything out of that. Oh, okay. That's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but if I go to like a state park or a public park, I feel a little bit better about it. But I'm afraid to take things out of um, preserves or Reserves and not because it is against the law. By the way, you're not supposed to do that. I was gonna say it's the same thing with state parks. You're not supposed to take shit out of state parks either. You 
I took a feather. I'm not going to tell you which park it was from. I'll bring the feather back if you can figure it out. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Yeah. Well, um. Oh, my God. Can you imagine all the arrowheads that we took? We were kids. Yeah, we didn't know. We didn't better. know any better. I don't think it was against the law then either, actually. Yeah. Or nobody told us. We just did it. Yeah. So I'm afraid that I'm going to get cursed, though. Oof. I'm afraid I'm going to take something and it's going to be like they said no. Yeah. And then I'm going to be cursed. And you know, people that happens, especially for people that visit Hawaii and they go to like sacred land and they yeah. take a something and then they mail it back because. They have the worst luck after that. It's like the Brady Bunch episode. I've brought exactly. that up several times. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this before, so. <clears throat> um, can we, I just, this, having a camera is awkward. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. So. Should we get into our story? Let's get into our stories. Okay. So today mm-hmm. we have, we're sharing um, the same experiencer. Which is cool. Um, so this person, we talked to them. Lindsay actually got these stories from Reddit. And the guy's like, yeah, tell all my stories. Yeah. He's been on some shows too before. He's been on a few shows to talk about dog men. Mm-hmm. And to talk about the missing 411 and his theory behind it being like cryptids behind it. Yeah. Something supernatural. Yes. Behind people disappearing. Yes. I didn't read any of that shit, but okay. I will. All right, yeah. So um, this is this is Juggernaut980 from Reddit. Uh, check this dude out and see what he has to say. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of interesting stories. Or you can sit back and relax and listen to what we're gonna say. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I wanted to bring up is um, he's going to talk about a cryptid called a crawler. Mm-hmm. So, what is a crawler, you may ask? We haven't talked about crawlers. No, we haven't. This is actually the first story we have where they've talked about them. Yeah. And, um... Dude. There's not a whole lot of information No, the information is limited. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Hmm. So, I couldn't find a lot. Did you find even... I couldn't even find, like, a Wikipedia page. There's... Yeah. And if you look up crawlers, you're going to get, like, the night crawlers, the um, Fresno night crawlers. And that's different. Or you're going to get a toy car. (laughs) That's what I kept finding. I was like, what the fuck are these toy cars? (laughs) So, then I was like, nude crawler, because they're usually nanky. Um, But, yeah. No, it's difficult to find. Anyways, I think that you and I got the same information. Yeah. About them. We were sitting across the room from each other mm-hmm. when we did mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was fun. <sighs> so? So, cra- crawlers, um, they're, they're these gross creatures that, uh, that crawl around. They're humanoid. They're usually mm-hmm. hairless. Mm-hmm. Um, they are um, pale, skinny, hairless humanoid creatures. They crouch down, hence the name crawlers. Um, they're thought to live in caves. That is one theory. Um, and they, some people think that the, the Dover demon is a crawler. And if you haven't heard of a Dover demon, um, this is a sighting of a cryptid that happened in Dover, Massachusetts, uh, in 1977 by a young man named, let me see, I wrote his name down, William. Oh, good. I can't read my handwriting. Good. I don't Bartlett, I think. Bartlett, that sounds right. Um, and he drew a picture of him. If you've seen, you've seen this picture, it's a little, looks like a little alien with a big head and he's on all fours and he's doing this and they have like 
kind of tendrily hands. Um, they don't have a tail or anything like that, but they're really fucking creepy looking. They kind of look like an elongated gray lien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to work in a cave, and I imagine, because their skin is always really pale, and I imagine it's also kind of opaque, kind of like... Um, they call it, we had like cave lizards or whatever, and their skin was almost like translucent because they didn't have any sunlight. Gotcha. And so if these guys do live in caves, and I think a lot of the spottings are evenings and nights. Mm-hmm. So if they're living in caves, they can't come out because the sunlight is going to like burn them. Yes. That's my theory. I didn't read it anywhere because there's no information on them. I know. She's going to start her own Wikipedia page. <laughs> um, they are thought to be like aggressive and dangerous. They are. So you don't want to mess with these Mm-mm. guys if you see them go the other way, which I feel like maybe take that kind of precaution for anything you don't know what it is. Yeah. Even a dog. Okay. You never know. Uh, so yeah, so he's going to talk about some crawlers. Um, in my story, um, I'll just go into it, I guess, since mm-hmm. it's episode 61 and I'm first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's see. I don't think I wrote any of that stuff down, but I'll just tell you because I remember it. Okay. Um, so, a couple of years ago, he had an encounter with a crawler that actually came up to his house and watched him play video games. Mm-hmm. It was very creepy. They said that the crawler put his head up to the screen. He screamed. He described it, his own scream, as a mountain lion crossed with a woman screaming. (laughs) (laughs) No offense. We're not laughing at you. That's kind of just a funny. funny. Yeah. Um, So that was one time that he saw a crawler and he lost his shit. But I'm going to go into something else, actually. Um, So this story, just kind of a background on, um, on our friend Juggernaut. He has had some weird shit happen to him all of his life, is what mm-hmm. it sounds like. He's been um, he's been in touch with paranormal paranormal normal stuff um, ever since he was young. Nobody believed him; they thought that he was lying. Um, and he's, you know, I think that he's just probably happy now that somebody's listening to him and somebody's finally finally maybe yeah. believing him. So this happened. Um, he and his ex-fiance bought this 110-year-old house. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it was in South City, Missouri. Okay. It was creepy as fuck to him, but his ex-fiance fucking loved it. Isn't that just like a woman to be like, there are spirits here. <laughs> <laughs> I want this house, yeah, you know? I get it. I can change them. I can make them better spirits. Oh, my gosh. I don't talk about women in that way. Okay, well... You know we all do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Okay. Um, So anyways, he did not like the house. She loved the house. And when they moved in, there was no furniture in the house except for in the basement. Oh. Mm -hmm. Now, the basement was mostly finished. Mm -hmm. And he said there was a room in the middle of the room. Wasn't exactly a room, actually. It was a large cage. And guess what was in that cage? Furniture? Furniture. Oh, no. The worst kind. It was children's furniture. Oh. It was a child's bed and a child's dresser that was just hanging out in there in That's the cage. Weird. yeah. It's so weird. Um, and the floor wasn't finished, so it was just a dirt floor. Um, so that's kind of sad. And uh, That's normal for that time period. Okay. For okay. the 110 years. Yes, for how old it is, for they would have just ago. had the dirt. True. Yeah, yeah you're right. So it's not too creepy. Okay, but I mean, it's 
it's you know present day shouldn't that shouldn't that be have been updated maybe yeah okay so um they were like guess what guys the furniture comes with the house and they were like sold um he always got creepy vibes from this place um and he says he never should have moved in there um he said that at night he would hear a child in the basement just screaming and crying so loud he said that he could hear it over the television Okay. Yeah. Guess where that baby was? It was in the cage. Uh, and uh, he said that he would wake up, like around 3 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. separate from the child. Mm-hmm. He would be woken up by a ghost dog with red eyes just staring at him. He said the go- the dog was a green-colored ghostly dog with red eyes. Um, and it would sit at the side of his bed and stare at him. Would it pant? I don't know. It would just stare at him. But he said that if he broke eye contact from this dog, it would disappear. So he had to keep on watching it, and then it would go away. Doesn't sound like it got creepier than that, but it was still creepy as fuck. I'm like, because if it panted, that's different. He he may have needed to go outside. (laughs) He needed to go pee-pee. He needed to go papa. Papa. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody says that. No. So, uh... Jesus. In this house, a lot of weird shit happened besides the screaming child and the dog. Okay. This stuff sounds relatively normal compared to that. But he said that the cabinets would open and close. Mm -hmm. The lights would turn on and off. And he said that he saw this dog roughly 50 times. Uh um, And he heard the child at least 200 times in one year. And that's how long he stayed. That's like almost every day. That is almost every day. That's more than half the year. Yeah. Because there's 356, right? Oh, 358? 359? <laughs> How many days are in a year? 365? I don't think you're right either. Okay, maybe you are. I don't know. Somebody look it up. Anyways, that's a lot, mm-hmm. and that's not acceptable. One night's too many. Yeah. Yeah. His no. his ex wife must have been or ex fiance was like I don't care we got a good deal we got no. we got this furniture yeah you got a good deal for a reason like I have my phone here I'm gonna look up how many days are in a year that sounds good okay keep going so um I kind of feel like you know if I were to theorize this screaming child it would be a residual haunting yeah would you feel the same way fucking awful. It's terrible. Because the residual hauntings are whenever there's so much energy at a certain point that that just gets relived over and over and over again. So, like, it feels to me like something bad happened in the basement to the kid. Well, there was a... So, there was a cage down there. Yes. There was child furniture. You know what I'm wondering is if this house is 110 years old. Uh So, this was back in the day when there wasn't any knowledge about mental health or mental disabilities or intellectual disabilities perhaps yes and maybe you know that they had a child that was born with something and they didn't know how to deal so they just locked in the basement at this point in time makes sense that was an embarrassment yeah you didn't want people to know that about your family and so you just shut them away or it could you know it could have been anything they could have had a weird birthmark they could have yeah you know institutions didn't start opening until like the late 1800s mm-hmm. so that makes sense mm-hmm. what's also interesting is that the rate of children being diagnosed with schizophrenia in the late 1800s is at the same rate as children being diagnosed with autism today huh mm-hmm. 
Well, that's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, thanks for that. You're welcome. Um, so that's kind of how what I feel. I don't know what happened to this child. Yeah. I mean, we might be able to dive in and get records somewhere, but they if you know, if it was that long ago, they probably didn't document this child or something. Yeah. Um so what I wanted to bring up though was about that dog. Um, there are so many ghost dogs out there. Mm. Did you know that? I didn't know that. It's so cool. Okay. So cool. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm just going to go through a couple of them. Okay. Um, and I'm not saying that this is what this was. It mm-hmm. could have just been a residual haunting as well. They, you know, this dog goes by the owner's bed to be like, let me get in bed or, you know, let me outside or something like that. Many a times, I don't know, I think that a lot of us who have dogs that are inside the house, mm-hmm. We get woken up by our dog staring us in the face. Yeah, mine breathes real hard. Yeah, my dog whines. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So we all know how that goes. Probably that dog needs to go outside. Go tee Let him go. Let him go papa. Potties. Hashtag papa. So the couple of them that I'm going to bring up are the Black Shook, Hellhounds, and Church Grimms. They're so cool. So, Black Shook is this legendary black ghostly dog that used to roam the coastline of East uh, An- Anglian? Anglian? I can't remember. Okay. This thing was fucking huge. It was like seven feet tall. It had glowing red eyes. And it just, like, caused, like, havoc. It wreaked havoc in this city. And I think it killed people. It, like, hmm. they plumaged their chickens and... Aww. You know, whatever. Little chickies. Probably dug a bunch of holes and buried people in them. I don't know. Um, So that was, that's the Black Shook. Side note, there was um, a dog that I used to take care of named Shook. And I didn't know what that was until, like, later on in my life. But he was a fucking huge, like, black German Shepherd. That's cool. He was so mean. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, he was aptly named. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, And so hellhounds, they're ominous super strength um they have super strength and speed they're hells they're hounds from hell like what more do you have to say they're um i imagine them like with no skin or fur yeah and like just being like slimy yeah they probably are they're like the um the dogs in ghostbusters that guard gozer yeah right yeah yeah that's what they are yeah that's what they are the gatekeeper and yeah something else Yeah. Okay. Good times. (laughs) So my last one, Mm. and I and I, I really like this one. Okay. They're church grims, and these are black dogs, Mm -hmm. and they're known to be um, a guardian or a spirit that oversees the church or graveyard. So they guard. Um, So and they protect the the area where people want to come in and do sacrilege against it. So I thought that was kind of cool. It is cool. Yeah. With a church, with particularly with this dog, the church grim, uh-huh. I think the reason why I feel like it's so related to the story is because maybe this dog was, was guarding the kid. Yeah. Oh. Was trying to protect the kid or yeah. was the only kid's friend. You know, something like that. It could have been. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Or the kid is buried there and he's, Guarding the kid. Exactly. Who's buried in the basement. Yeah. With the dirt floor, it's perfect. I'm glad you don't live there anymore, my friend. It's sad. It is sad. So, yeah. um, Those are the three that I have. Um, 
And that's all I got for this story. This is my book, you guys, that I write in. I'm not going to show my book because my book is fucking dumb. I have to get a new one. I'm almost empty. I used to just write all my stories down on a little pad of paper. Yeah, like I had a seriously, little... it was like this big, and I was yeah. like, eh, just write the stupidest little notes. But yeah, <laughs> I had a real small one, and then I got a bigger one. But like, I'm just not creative, so mine's not. Decorated. I just have a lot of stickers. Um, my friends gave me some of these, and then I have that's weird. Check them out if you haven't listened to them. And then all my friends gave me all these other ones. Mm. I've got good friends. Must be hard. So, like Rebecca said, I have... Did we ever say who we were? Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I'm also reading some stories from Juggernaut. Yeah. 980. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this this one is also about crawlers. So, we kind of... We just a theme. Anyway, so mine's a little bit longer. So, this guy grew up in Missouri. He moved there in the 80s when he was about four years old. Um, he lived outside of a big town, so he lived kind of out in a rural area. Did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Rural. Okay, you you kind of skimmed over it rural. real quick. Area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the middle of nowhere, and he talks about how, like, you had to take this dirt road that was, like, two miles to get to his dirt road, which was, like, another mile, and then it was only him and his neighbor who lived out there. And then you also kind of have to know how to measure things, and I don't really know how to measure in this way, but they also, like, so he's saying there was, like, 3,000 acres to the north of him that was not, like, populated. It was just, like, um, huge forests or whatever. And then there was a 1,000 acres south of them um, that a man had owned, but he never came around. He would only come in deer hunting season to hunt on the ground. Hmm. Um, so it just it's just, you know, big open areas. So the land of the north, it had hills, it had a forest, and it had caves. And then land of the south, woods, fields, and it had an old abandoned cabin that nobody had lived in since the 1800s. Ooh, yes. spooky. So he said that he's had a few sightings in his life, and one thing that he just mentioned was the Missouri monster, or the Momo, Momo. which is basically the Missouri version of Bigfoot. It sounds like it. Well, they said, what did they say? That it's like big... Its head is like a pumpkin, it has black fur, and it smells really bad. And its hair hangs like in front of its face. In front of its eyes, yeah. So they've got a cute little monster called Momo in Missouri. Okay, so he's seen it, (laughs) that's all I know. Um, Okay, so the first memory that he has of a crawler is whenever he was a teen. Um, So himself, his brother, his sister, and his dad, they were all outside playing a game that he had learned in Boy Scouts. Um, called Manhunt. And basically, it's like hide-and-seek and tag, like all mixed into one. Sounds like Incredible somebody's got to die. It does, right? Yeah. I know, it sounds a little violent. I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. So he and his brother hid first. Um, they got found. So then his sister and his dad were hiding. Um, so they went looking for them. He and his brother did. And, of course, they found their sister um, pretty early on. And then they were having a really hard time finding his dad. Um, so they all started looking for his dad and he describes that the cedars, um, that were, you know, in the, that made up the forest that was around him, that they were really sick, uh, thick, (laughs) sorry. Yeah, well, you got Um, sick from cedar too. And the sun was starting to set and they probably only had like 10 minutes left of sunlight. So what they had done at the beginning of the game is they had set up like boundaries and they had said, you can only hide in this area, Right. 
So eventually, um, he sees two feet in the distance, and there it's about twenty feet ahead of him. I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> there's so many fucking measurements in the story. Um, so he sees them, and, but they're barefoot. And so he looks at his brother and his sister, and he's like, "Hey, Dad took his shoes off." <laughs> He was like, but he's hiding in he's the cedars. Yeah, he was being silly. He thought he was doing it so that they they couldn't hear things crunch under his feet as much, I think. But, I mean, you're not going to be able to walk. But anyways, so they spread apart. He and his brother spread apart like 20 feet. And they started to approach to sneak upon their father to catch him whenever, you know, he was off, t- he was off guard. So... They're going from opposite areas to get him. They got about 15 feet away, and then the two feet that he saw just fucking took off, like just booked it through the woods. And so he and his brother, thinking it's their dad, they fucking booked it through the woods and started to chase him. Um, so then they're getting to the end of the of the of this big open area, and he's yelling at his dad. He's like, you're out of bounds. Like, you can't be going that far. <laughs> Um, then he saw what looked like a pale naked man that was running. And then he was kind of like, well, like, this is kind of weird. And he was like, but maybe dad's just really paying, like playing a weird joke on us. Um, (laughs) however, they decided to run the opposite direction because he was going out of bounds. So they ran towards the house and when they approached the house, they saw his dad and their sister sitting there by the water waiting for them. And the dad said, well, the, the young boy was like, hey, dad, you're naked in the woods, like running. How'd you get here so fast <laughs> with your clothes on? And the dad was like, I've been waiting here for 20 minutes with your sister for you guys. Like we were waiting for y'all to come out of the woods. Um, so he and his brother tried to explain to his dad that, well, like, wait a minute. We saw a naked man like running through the woods. We thought it was you and it wasn't. And his dad just kind of brushed it off and didn't really give them a lot of attention for it. So oh that was his, yeah, that was his first sighting, which was just um, con- confusing to him. So another part of the story um, is that while he's growing up in this area, that they had a lot of chickens. Um, he said they went through several cycles of chickens because the chickens wouldn't last. And so they had this big coop. He said it was like five or six feet tall Dang. of um, a fence. But then it also had like a top part over it. Okay. Is that a coop? I guess coops have lids. Coops are like the house. And then, so was the house, like, so the coop is the house where the okay. chickens go into. So maybe it was just an enclosed, like, area. Okay, I see here it says fence. <laughs> okay, so there is a fence. But the fence also had a top cover on it. Yeah. Okay, so he said that they would be good for about one to two weeks, and then all of a sudden they would find a couple of chickens, like, the, the fence would be ripped open, and then Shit. there'd be a couple of chickens... That he said they weren't eaten, they were just fucking slaughtered. And, like, all over their front yard. Oh. Yeah. And so that's what they kept finding. Um, So they would go out, they would repair the fence, and his parents would be like, it was just dogs. It was just wild dogs that got them. Um, So it kept happening until they would all die, and then they would just give up on having chickens. But then another year would go by, and they decided they wanted chickens again. Um. So she attempted again whenever he was in high school. And like I said, there was the cover over it. So the top of the cage where the cover was had been like torn and peeled back. Oh, no. So it wasn't down at the base. It was like something had crawled on top of it and, and pried it open. 
And um, they found the slaughtered chickens again in their yard. And he said this time it was even worse, like awful. And so additionally, his sister had a little pygmy goat that she was raising for FFA, which is the Future Farmers of America. Um, and it was also slaughtered. He, he used the term that it was mutilated. Oh, no. That's terrible. And there was like a six to seven foot fence that had been around that goat. Oh, man. Um, and it was still like killed. Okay. So there's the story behind the chickens and the things that were happening to their animals. So then one night, his sister's boyfriend was having a bonfire and he'd invited them and his parents insisted that he had to go to protect his sister. Um, so he went, she got really drunk. He didn't get drunk because he had to drive back home. Um, so when they finally left, they left at about two in the morning, he pulled up to the side of the house and the way that he was facing the headlights were shining on the area where the chickens would be. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as he pulled up, his sister just started fucking screaming and just pointing, and he didn't really comprehend what was happening. He looked up, and he saw what he said could best de- be described as Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Oh, no! Yes. Oh. Which, if you don't know who Gollum is... Check it out. It was a hobbit named Smeagol, who... Um, was corrupted basically by a ring. Did you look this up or did you already know this? I know how Schmeagle is. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And Gollum um, always referred to the ring as my precious. And he would always be like squatting in really weird positions. He was really skinny. He had like no hair on his head. Um, very long appendages and just thin. And he also lived in caves. And so his skin was kind of like opaque. Um, but this is exactly how he described this guy that was on top of there, that was crouched on top of where the chickens were. Um, so pale white, very thin hair, two red eyes that glowed in the headlights. Mm. Um, and it appeared as if it was hissing at them. So I don't ever want to see one of these things. No. God damn it. He locked the doors. He got his sister to get down. And then he started honking the horn and flashing his lights on and off. Um, to scare it or to maybe get someone's attention. So eventually it jumped off the roof and it ran towards the woods. And once it was out of sight, his parents actually turned on like the porch light. And so they just fucking booked it inside. And when they got inside, they tried to explain to their parents what they had seen. And the parents were like, y'all are drunk. You've been drinking. So like nothing happened. However, a few nights later, they're all in the living room and they're going to watch a movie. And then they heard chickens screaming. So what his dad had done is he set up a rifle that was loaded and ready to go. Like right at the back door. It was a 30, 30, whenever 30, you know, here we we go with these measurements. again. Uh, What is this? The metric system. (laughs) And so he went out, they heard a gunshot. And then his, he heard several other gunshots, and he said until the clip was, like, fully unloaded. And he said that was strange because his dad taught him to be a good shot. And he said you should only shoot once, and you shouldn't unload, like, a round trying to get something. You need to have a good, clean shot if you're going to kill it. Yeah. Which I think is cool. That's a good, yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, it is. Don't let it suffer. 
Yeah. Yeah. And don't do shitty shots, like, as it's running and just wound it, right. you know, so that it runs off wounded. Yeah. Um, shortly after that, the father charged inside, told the kids, lock all the fucking doors and the windows. Oh, no. And then he said, I need to talk to your mom. So he and the mom went in the back. And he said they were back there for about 20 minutes talking. And whenever he came out, they said he was, like, white as a ghost. And he said, um, he wouldn't say what happened. And the next day, the father and the mother went out and slaughtered all the chickens. And they never had chickens again. But he wouldn't talk about it. And they'd never know what he saw to this day. Wow. I imagine it was the crawler. And they were probably like, the chickens are attracting the crawler. They blamed the victim. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, that was the food source for the crawler. So they had to get rid of the food source so that it would, like, you know, leave them alone. Yeah. But that's his story with the crawler. And him describing it as looking like Gilgamesh, I think, is perfect. Except they're typically extremely tall, like eight feet tall. Yeah. Like, you can't miss them. What did you say? About what? Described as what? <laughs> I said Gilgamesh. I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking of the epic of Gilgamesh. I don't know why I said Gilgamesh. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, of Gollum. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. I just didn't know. I didn't know if I was missing something. No. Gilgamesh, the epic of Gilgamesh is basically the uh, Noah's Ark story, but it happened way before Noah's Ark. Okay. It's a story. Cool. Okay. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So I thought it'd be fun since we have a visual right now. Mm. We're going to draw a crawler for you. And we're going to have 15 seconds to do it. Uh Can you put 15 seconds on your phone? Oh, yeah. And then I think that people could vote on which one they think is the best. If you want. I don't think that we didn't discuss that. I just threw it in there. Yeah, she did. She likes us always to be a competition, what? I think. I think so. What? Yeah. I usually lose stuff. Okay. I've got that set, so mm-hmm. we're going to draw it mm-hmm. and then show. Yeah. All right. You're going to fucking win because you're a dumb artist. Okay. You ready? <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, go. Oh, I can hear you already drawing. Yeah, well... Oh, fuck. Stop. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that wasn't any time at all. It was barely any time. Oh, no. Wait. How do you turn it off? It's just like that. Oh, okay. All right, here's mine. It's just a couple of lines. Can you just see? I don't think they crawl. I think they run. But they squat a lot. Well, they're called crawlers. Because they... Squat a lot. That's mine. I like it. I know. That's creepy. Mine is just a bunch of wavy lines. <gasps> What's that what? from? A bunch of wavy lines. From um, Clueless? It's from Ghostbusters. Clueless? <laughs> I was thinking of whenever he says, Rolling, Rolling with, with the homies. It's because you did that. Yeah. Threw me off. Yep, that's what I do. So, well, do you have anything else to say? Mm-mm. Any other visuals you want to add? I don't want to do this again. 
it's, really like it. It's been really nice. Uh, Lindsay's gotten to visit me, obviously. We've had a lot of fun this week. Mm-hmm. We both got tattoos. Oh, you mean this, by the way? Oh! You mean that? It's a planchette. Yeah, my husband thought it was a heart. <laughs> I wouldn't get a heart. I can't show you mine because mine's a little more like sensitive. It's not. It's just in a. It's just covered up right now. Right here. Yeah. Um. So God, we had to wait for five hours. Yeah, we waited for five hours for that. Um, it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was dumb. Yeah. I won't do it again. We got to take pictures with some Krampuses. And let me tell you something, ladies. If you want a picture with Krampus and he tells you that you have to be whipped, just don't do it. I mean, unless you want to be whipped. Unless you want to be whipped. You don't have to be whipped. I had a Krampus who tried to whip me, and whenever I was like, no, he insisted that if I was whipped, my naughty side would come out. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. And then they walked around to everyone else's tables. And they um, offered them pictures without whipping anybody. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck, man? None of the dudes got whipped. It was no. just the women. So also, you know, just a little <clears throat> advice to the Krampuses out there. Like, yeah. take no for an answer, dude. Yeah. And, like, you probably shouldn't insist that women get whipped. Mm-mm, like, good. it's just fucking weird, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, this, I don't know. That's the thing that they do in Germany. There's a whole thing. It's a I parade. Know. And they whip... The women who aren't married or something like that. I don't know how it goes. But the thing is, that's their culture. And that's what they do. Like, I mean, unless you are consenting to be whipped, then don't bug somebody to do it. And don't hang that over their head. They were like, in order for you to get a photograph, you must be whipped. Okay, no. But then when I said no. Are you sure? Yeah, when I said no, they still went around and gave other people pictures about whipping them. But what was interesting is they were going from table to table, and then they skipped our table, and they didn't offer us a picture. They learned their lesson. They probably felt weird. Yeah, they probably But did. you probably shouldn't, like, just, you probably shouldn't tell women they have to be whipped if they want something. Yeah. This... And you don't have to do it. And then fuck that picture. We got a lot of really cool pictures with other Krampuses. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Mm-hmm. And the Yule Cat. And I bet you they didn't expect that we had a podcast and we had a platform to complain about them. But we did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah, so thank you for joining us today. We may or may not do this in the future. We're just going to try this out this time. Um, You want to outro this? Okay. If you um, would like to send us stories, you can do it by sending it to (laughs) I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. And we'll be happy to read those stories for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you would like to send us your stories or send us something weird, um, you can mail it to us at P.O. Box 2292, Georgetown, Texas. That's G-E-O-R-G-E-T-O-W-N 78627. Um, Subscribe, rate, and review us. If you uh, rate and review us, please give us a good rating and review. Um, And take a snapshot of that. Send it to our email address with your physical mailing address, and we will mail you some physical physical. Stickers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you again so much for joining us. I hope all y'all have um, an excellent holiday. Whatever holiday you subscribe to, we're down for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Peace out, motherfuckers. Bye. Bye.